Ryan Cullen here, special guest on this week's episode of Sluts and Humphreys on the Road. I forgot the name of the podcast for a split second there. But we will be chatting about Andrew Tate, the Catholic Church, obviously, because what else can I chat about where I'm from? And I think the F word most of the time and not F-U-C-K. Uh, so please, if you want to listen to more, you can come on to the Patreon. It's about three quid a month and you can get more and more episodes. Enjoy. Sloss and Humphreys on the road. Muggins and cream, cream and muggins, straight thugging, living the dream. That, that's our intro. Fucking muggles. Tickling the clit inside your head to make you laugh. <laughs> they said it can't be done. Are we in the same seats? That's hack. Oh, muggles. Accidental rib job in the park. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Or am I just being cynical? Just muggled it up on fucking Mugglepedia. Where have you been since 9-11? We are here on our... Nope. Why do you do the intro then? <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> We're here on the Sloss and Humphreys on the road public podcast with guest Ryan Cullen. Do the Ryan Cullen song. You say public podcast? Yeah, this is going out to everybody. Oh, I understood. There's a difference between public and Patreon. Got it. I didn't even know what the Ryan Cullen song was. No, no, no I didn't expect you to. I was, I was hoping that you is would. Is that one? Is it? Baldy! It is. It's more of a rap. Well, well, thank you for having me. Hi, thanks for uh, coming back on from over 30 there. feet away from where we <laughs> he live. Lives, he lives over there, listeners. He lives like a short walk over that way. Nah. And, um, in the basement. Yeah. It's yeah. like the slave quarters, isn't yeah, it? Back yeah. in the old house. There is a pub right outside your room. I, I love... Right, this, <laughs> this, yeah. this what thing slaves about. were like, yeah, I just... I, I, I live... Uh, you treat me like shit. <laughs> <laughs> I live in the broom shed of the Queen's Arms. <laughs> we but can we can spin the narrative to whatever suits us. We can be like you've got like a silver spoon in your mouth. You live. They've got a bar there, or we can spin it that like you're in your mate's basement, like in, the, in amongst all the mould. I did that. We and, and, and we just choose which lane. I did that with Tom. Tom Hotton the last day. Remember, he was like, "Oh, I got moved into my new place in Wilsburn." I was like, two, you know, whatever much a fucking month he's paying." And I was like, "Oh two God, how, how the other, how the other half live?" And then I was like, "Anyway, Daniel, make sure the hot tub's hot." Complete nonsense. Well, just sit well on hypocrisy. As long as you can insult your mates, it doesn't matter if you hit yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's, it's the standard thing. It's fine if I do it, and it's sacrilege if anyone else uh, does. It's like loading a gun and just shooting. You threw me on head. <laughs> uh, oh, the, it's these headphones that are shit. I keep, just kept worrying that his mic was cutting out and my mic was cutting out. But in fact, I can see you. I did worry you were like, oh. um, well, you know, we've just got to a stage in this podcast now where it's it's Seriously. it's been seven eight years and it's now genuinely inexcusable for there to be any like tech faults. Uh, like if I was listening to this podcast and there was c- cutting out the audio, I'd be like, guys. I've I've been a Patreon for a year. Uh, yeah. Like I've come and seen you live a bunch of times. I know how much money you spend on drugs. <laughs> Is there any chance you can throw some of that fucking cashis to the content you can create so I can consume it properly? Uh, no. <laughs> we will try and act like the professionals that you deserve. Yeah, yeah. And if you want to see the much higher quality version of this podcast, you can subscribe to our Patreon. It's the exact same. I will get better guests. We get better guests. <laughs> yeah, we, had, really we, do. we did. We had uh, we had Obama on the last one. Uh, <laughs> he was great. Better. Yeah. 
<laughs> What's he done that I've not? Ryan, tell me how we're off flying a drone. <laughs> tell, tell me how you're better than Barack Obama. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say the obvious one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's me. The done. drone strikes. He meant the drone strikes. <laughs> 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 well, there's a one clip that yeah. can't go in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't think. Do we do many clips from the Patreon anyway? We do all the clips from every episode. <laughs> oh, do we? Yeah. That doesn't feel right. I feel like the Patreon stuff should still. Or, or is it like that? That oh, no, thing of cli- like clips, like look what you could get. Oh, okay, it's but like, it's not the most like horrible shit we say. It's like now in the strip, I said to do next year. Nope. Some of that clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> and do you want to see this fully bare naked? <laughs> I'd be like, no, thank you. We do that. We're prick, we're prick these cunts. <laughs> <laughs> You always get those people that say, by the way, that like Obama's way worse than Trump ever was. Do you ever see that? You know, because he because he technically did Shots. twice as many drone strikes. Shot yeah. schools and that. Aye. Aye. Well, but it's also because like they were like, oh, you know, he was doing a war or whatever, and they were like, well, yeah, but Trump had the one in his own country. He started yeah. indoors. Yeah, yeah. You just aye. he was at enough fireworks in his house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he pulled out of Afghanistan and then... There's no point in droning your neighbour. <laughs> hey, hey. Especially... No, no, if you are going to drone your neighbour, you do have to watch the weather that morning just to see if any of the saran gas will get blown into your country. That's the big... Oh, we can't we can't bomb them today. It's an eastward wind. You could accidentally make yourself Belarus. <laughs> what did Belarus do? They're beside... They're the ones badly affected by Chernobyl, aren't they? Even though it's in Ukraine. Oh, it all blew that way. Did not know that. Uh, there you go. I, I thought it was some cutting satire about recent uh, events that I was just going to let like blow over my so head. You, I, I can't trust anything I say now because mm. you both laughed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> we're, we're kind of a guest, man. Yeah, we yeah, just laugh okay. at whatever jokes. I, I was holding at Gareth the other day. I didn't understand a word that comes. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, a video that I mean, you posted it because I shared it in the group, but it was that one of the. You know how, like, obviously, what's going on in Russia at the moment is that they're just getting like fucking better than Nazi grade propaganda like okay. Goebbels fucking invented propaganda and the Russians are at this point where we're like we've got fucking TV where we can just have all of our experts stand in a room and yell and, and it's on their version of fucking BBC so all their boomers watch it and are like oh okay we're saving the Jews in Ukraine this is great <laughs> What a, and, you, and sometimes I just watch it because it, it's, it's sometimes interesting to watch propaganda and just go because you, you just get, how the fuck does this affect people? Like, how can you fucking watch this and just go, yeah? Like, how can you sit and watch Piers Morgan just ramble on and just go, I'm going to apply no further critical thinking to this. Uh-huh. It's so handy that there's just a TV channel that just has my opinion on it uh-huh. ready for me to fucking consume. And, it, and it's like you don't even need to spoon it into your own mouth because they're digging the aeroplane for you. No, I, like, and, you're, and you're like, once this airplane's done in my mouth, can you go bomb some more Ukrainian kids? Because I love the no. Jews! <laughs> I love the Jews and there's heaps of Jews in Ukraine and the Ukrainians are against the Jews. That's what the guy said. It's what the guy said. So we're getting rid of the Ukrainian Nazis by acting like Nazis. It makes perfect sense to me. Can I have some more borscht, please? Um, So what was the clip? The clip was uh, apparently England had said something or Boris Johnson had said something about, you know, we're going to give these arms to Ukraine. Which, by the way... They clipped him saying, hasta la vista, baby, onto him pressing a button. (laughs) (laughs) They were like, look at this monster! (laughs) I got to say, I... Like, I think, obviously, the war in Ukraine is shit. Although the response from the rest of the world has been good... In the sense that it's like, hey, this is awful. You know, we're going to support you in every way I can. 
you going to fight for us? No, 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 no. But we'll give you all of our guns. Like, against Russia? You're mad? <laughs> <laughs> but it's that. But like, are you guys, you guys going to fight Russia? We want to fight Russia for ages. Will, will you help? In a way. <laughs> have you seen the, the meme where it's like uh, Gimli going, you can have my axe, and then um, Legolas going, you can have my bow, yeah. and then just the Ukrainian just walking off with the axe and the bow and the sword. <laughs> it really is that. We're like, go beat up the bigger guy because we just, we can't because then they'll kill us. And we're not used to them killing us, but they've been killing you for two months now. So by this point, surely you guys, you get it. You're cool, right? I love that. Right? Like, Sorry, you've got no fist. They're like, yeah? oh, you know, it's going to fuck up the whole NATO thing if we get Get involved and I'm like it's already fucked up that's what the war was <laughs> so he's at this fucking Russian guy was angry about what Boris Johnson or something said and he's like how fucking dare these people when we've got the nuclear capacity to wipe them off the face of the fucking earth and that's what we should do we should wipe England off the face of the earth and I'm like you know what these Russians Amen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, he, he said England but he said Britain well so so I'm sitting laughing at that I'd be like that's a funny horrible take to have I'll definitely pretend that's my opinion for a bit just to get a reaction and then they and then one of them goes what about Scotland and the guy goes oh no Scotland it's cool. We'll be fine in Scotland. I'm like, oh god, maybe I do really like these Russians. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you actually were checking the wind. <laughs> I reckon. Well, I, I reckon Ireland would sell themselves into being Belarus for that. Uh, for yeah. that outcome. Well, I mean, the problem is all all of the nuclear weapons that the UK has are is 40 miles outside of Glasgow. Like it's it's Helensburgh. That's where all the shit is so if if Russia were to bomb us which they won't do they're absolutely hitting Scotland first <laughs> that's, that's like, going to be a problem yeah because that's what England did which would be like can you hold some of our guns for us sure you get any down there what, what's, what's with the questions Scotland what's with the questions we're giving you all the nukes don't you want to be defended yeah no real great thanks so much also for the you've got all the resources up there the oil in that can you just mine that and Hold one nukes, and then, and then as soon as war starts, it's like, yeah, it's, 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 you see them cunts while they're oiling nukes. Have you seen the movie Braveheart? They don't listen to authority at all. I reckon you shut them up dead fucking quick. I uh, fucking so this guy was on TV going, oh, you should nuke England and all that, and then you've got cunts and comedy going, you can't say anything anymore. You literally can't say anything. There's a blog being on telly in Russia just threatening to nuke people. Newsline unleashed. To be fair, you actually can't say anything in Russia. That's what annoys me when you get people in this country in America being like, you can't say anything anymore. You're like, comedians in India are taken off stage and thrown in jail and never seen again. Like, Russians disappear when they say certain things. That is not being allowed to say anything anymore. You just don't like the fact that you cannot say the N or the P word anymore. That's it. That's all you want to say. I did actually just think, what the hell's the P word for a second? I do, no, but well, I genuinely I've, ran p- past piss. <laughs> I've, piss. Presbyterian? I've def- don't get me wrong. I've definitely said... <laughs> for those that don't know, it's the, the shortened version of Pakistani, Paki. And the reason it's obviously offensive is because for generations, British people would call anyone of any brown colour... Pakistani, even though they weren't Pakistani. So it's definitely, what again, we discussed on the last podcast, one of those words that's not inherently offensive, but because of the way bastards use it, is now an offensive fucking term. It's been term. said so many times with a furrowed brow. Aye, <laughs> <laughs> aye. Um, but, I mean, that is just what they, they want to say. Some people just don't want to give up words. And I do get it, because I wish, I really wish, <laughs> faggot was not such an offensive term 
because linguistically and acoustically, it's such a satisfying yeah. word. Like, really is a curse. Like, it starts off, it's the f, that's a soft fa, and then you got girl, that's kind of hard, and then ot is hard, like faggot. Yeah. It's, if, if, if you were to remove the word from all of its previous connotations, right, and, and be able to fully separate yourself from it, it's a really good word to say, and as a curse, is really good. But the problem is, it comes from, we used to burn gay people alive. Yeah. So you just can't. Just, just call them maggots. Oh, maybe. Does, just call them maggots. It doesn't maggots, sound as good. No, it's a good, because mm and f. Because like f is... Mm is nice. Yeah, mm isn't it? It's never nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's it. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, how did you enjoy your meal? Mm. How did you enjoy your meal? <laughs> yeah, it'd be like, oh, muck off. You're like, oh, yeah, like, yeah. all right, Flanders. <laughs> Flanders. <laughs> Flanders. Oh, God. Oh, sorry for using the word faggot in context. I, you, retard's the other one. Uh, that used to be big. Re- and retards again. Another just if you if you take the two syllables, you've got the. Rrr, it's a rolling start. It gets you into it. Who doesn't love a rolled R? Aye. And then t. Right. Oh, the engine starts. Aye. And then there's a, and then there's another R into the D. Retard again. It's one of those words that you can just from the way it's phrased, you can put vitriol into it, which I imagine is one of the many reasons why these words become so fucking hate filled compared to other yeah. ones. Which is weird. I know I've brought this up before. It's so weird that we just allow Jew to be an insult aye like it's just, that's you know I, I, I just find that it could, it, could, it could even like be used as like a prefix to like something like a Jew wife yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's such oh it's, it's gross the way it's used anyway uh, Dave, Dave Longley's gonna love this episode if he does listen to it. He it's is fucking so funny. He is killing me so fucking hard. We've uh, just as a catch up to a previous episode. We've, we've been putting clips out on uh, on social media, like we knew we should for a long time. We finally started doing it, and Dave Longley hasn't missed a single clip <laughs> <laughs> criticizing the language used. <laughs> The, the 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 things that we're talking oh about the God. subject matter and he does it in such a Karen way that it gets bites from it. Are you gonna yeah, talk yeah. through he it? Can, is, can you give us a blow by blow? He is the, he's just commented again. He is the greatest fisherman of all time. Yeah. Like yeah. he he's just fucking sat there at the side of the Instagram lake just <laughs> Actually fly fishing, cigarette in his mouth, no oh, trousers on, aye. just fucking catch a fish. fish. Fishing with arrogance. Man, like, he's going to get a bite. He does it well because it's always like the third one is the joke for you. Aye. So the first two, even though they're not, they're, they're subtle, they can go either way. Aye. And then you know. He's, but he's very good at the layers and it because yeah. you anger people and then because they're angry, you can then act more insane because they're already heightened and they've reduced you so much in their head yeah. that when you start saying clearly stupid things with like, but he said all these other things. It's like you're Hanseling and Gretling people yeah, yeah. towards hating you more and more. So... Can I, can I just enjoy Hanseling and Gretling? <laughs> Hansel and Gretling? Yeah, Hansel yeah, and yeah. Gretling would be incorrect. I, I was enjoying it. Okay. <laughs> it wasn't a critique. So this is the clip we posted up about religion today. Dave Longley. Disgusting. Wall-to-wall profanity and a disregard for all the Judeo-Christian culture has done for us. If it weren't for Christ, we'd all still be in caves murdering babies for sustenance and indulging in the most disgusting of sexual acts with members of the same sex. To which I replied... 
so you don't have a baby murdering cave. <laughs> and Dave Laurie went, I have sh- shares in Planned Parenthood, if that's what you mean. <laughs> and then somebody has been, a fish has come in and talking about obviously all the wars that Christianity's uh, caused and whatever. <laughs> Dave Laurie's reply, literally, literally the world wouldn't. Genghis Khan didn't need a religion. Humans murder and Christianity helped save us from that. this continuing. The only downside is the child sex thing, but I think that's a small price to pay for a better world. <laughs> <laughs> damage. And somebody went, somebody went, do you mean the priest fucking children? He went, that is what I meant, yes. <laughs> um, somebody uh, accused him of having an opinion while being a cis male. Yeah. In, but like capital letter C-I-S. And he was just like, what is my favourite um, like uh, murder mystery got to do with this? <laughs> what does my favourite police drama have that to do with it. any of this? <laughs> Forensic police work. Um, it's 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 the funniest. It's Miami. <laughs> Big fan of the old CSAs. Really, seriously, how many football matches or boxing fights have been won because of God? Who is the first person they thank? Oscars and Christ doesn't uplift. Bake yourself some pie and a dash of humility, and get yourself a big spork and a bib. <laughs> Because the first few, though, he didn't even reply to the comments. He was just putting it in, dropping it, walking away, getting on with his day. But now he's just fucking rolling his sleeves up, honey, and he's just like, right, I'm taking his all on. Have, have you ever seen the, uh, if you follow The Rock on Instagram, right, obviously The Rock lives in a fucking massive mansion, but for, he's a big fisherman, The Rock, right? He's got entire lakes in his back garden where he breeds his own fucking salmon and catches them. And occasionally there's just a video of him catching a fish, bringing it out, kissing it, telling you what the fish is, and throwing it back into the ocean. That is Dave Longley on Instagram for me. Uh, <laughs> just, just holding a holding a troll. <laughs> uh, we got. I hope he's up for the fringe because we got. We have to get him back on the podcast on a Patreon episode. Sometime uh, yeah, soon. Uh, yeah. Just. I mean, the, there's old ones in the Podbean archive that could probably come back and haunt with from when we had him on. <laughs> Mind that one that we did we, during the pandemic. We did just an audio of the podcast with Dave Longley and for the entire time on Zoom he had to make America great hat on again and uh, never explained it so I don't know if you ever heard the um, the podcast Dave Longley did because it was called um, what was it called Arguing for the Sake of Arguing yes. where his friend Eddie Who who's uh, from Blackburn or Bolton or something Bolton um, manager. But his, his, parents, his parents are Chinese oh, anyhow yeah. Eddie Who uh, his parents are Chinese right and the, the guy's got like a thick north, northwestern accent oh, okay. and uh, one day he couldn't make it like so the intro of the podcast was an answer phone message from Eddie Who and his thick northern accent saying I can't be on the podcast this week and then the podcast just proceeds anyway with the phone ringing like it always, do, always does and Dave Longley puts on a fake Chinese accent <laughs> really thick Chinese accent I have seen this hello Longley <laughs> right and Dave Longley's like hi Eddie and does a 45 minute podcast with himself back and forward with and just and having really in depth arguments about comedy and like Dave will say something lovely and succinct and then just do an impression of his friend Eddie being like it does to make a ricochet wrong, right? <laughs> like this. He does, he does like in-depth, like um, he does like in-depth analysis about like uh, women in comedy and representation and shit like that. But like, all while being racist, all while being the worst. So racist to his best friend. You, you that's because I think about thirty-eight minutes, and you'd be starting to laugh more. You're like, oh, how is he still going? Uh, he's locked into it. Very funny, and I think he's actually. 
because uh, that podcast, he's discontinued. I don't think he's continued doing it. No. But he's actually put in the title and description, this is the one that's lost and Humphrey's recommended. Oh, is so it? So people yeah. go looking for the podcast. Yeah. They've, literally, they've literally titled it this because we've mentioned it before. Uh, just to, if people feel uncomfortable about any of the jokes in that and how Eddie might feel about those things Eddie doesn't give a shit one year he was uh, trying to work out the name for his uh, Fringe show right and Dave Longley was obviously giving him heaps of horrific <laughs> fucking answers but it was actually Rich Massara who gave him the one that he eventually used and it was called The Razy Laces <laughs> <laughs> that's excellent Aye. Who's that good the guy that has the fringe poster this year with the stop drawing dicks on the oh, poster? Oh, I'll find him. Uh, he fucking Jimmy deserves Sousa? it. Jimmy Souza. Jimmy Souza. He, he yeah, I'll get his name because he. Show, ab- the show title is "Stop Drawing Dicks on My Poster." Yep, and it's <laughs> and, and it's and it's him holding. with his hand withholding nothing, uh, but it's perfect. Oh, so just like so good. plenty of opportunity to put dicks on the poster. That's one you're like, oh, I'll sell tickets alone just. Yeah, Jamie D'Souza. We'll give him a shout. What a what a good fucking poster that is. <laughs> So funny, and also it's like that year that uh, fucking cutting the gang, cutting the gang, and stick our dicks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stick and, a, uh, our, our agent got Al Karen about it. I she did die. And, and I, I like, um, I did like not argue with him, but I was like chatting to a couple of like like Dan Willis and that people that were playing at the same venue. And I was like, but people have paid for their posters and paid for the space, yeah. and then you rip them off, it just destroys your poster. Yeah. So there is a little bit of like you're vandalizing. People's oh. like money. I was a bit of like I was a bit on Marley last side with, with it, but you know, looking back now, like very funny thing to do. Yeah, like I, we're still talking about that twelve years later. Yeah, it was good PR. And uh, man, also, also like y- th- this job, especially in fucking comedy. But in the nineties, it was rock and roll, fucking anarchy, right? Uh. And there's still a bit there, which is you know, fuck the system, fuck the corporate fucking side of thing of putting posters up everywhere. Like, absolutely. At the time, I was angry because there was a dick on my fucking head. But in retrospect, you're like, man, that's the spirit of the fucking fringe right uh, there. Yeah. That's what it. That's what it is. Which is, yeah, look, we're all just stupid artists up here doing our own thing, uh, yeah, and everyone you. gets fucking pearl clutchy about. I want people to do my poster seriously you're a fucking comic uh, you're a up. fucking comedian take a dick on your head take a fucking dick on your head you're a comic you can't have a fucking dick on your head you're a clown you're a Jesus. clown why I can let you get dignity uh, you reckon Richard Barr never had a fucking dick on his head you reckon George Carlin was above, above having a dick on his head I reckon he was maybe <laughs> May- depends who drew it depends what kind of dick too aye would you, well, yeah, would you prefer... Oh, you, would you, so, oh that'd be, what do you mean, like a tiny, tiny... Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, you, if, you, if you had a real dick on your head, like it was just a birth defect, would you rather <laughs> it was a big dick or a smaller one, and why? Smaller one. Yeah? Because it feels like it would be... A, Less noticeable? You could pass it off as a defect. Yeah. More rather go, don't look at my wee dickhead. Don't look at my wee dickhead, it's a wee mistake. Or it's the other thing, it's another it's a trunk. When you get it when you get it pierced. That's Albert. Oh yeah, I I know a lot. I don't think you'd want a smaller one, because my worry if I had a small dick on my head is people being like Does it get much Where is Is that a rabbi about to do both? And you know, if you got an erection, a little Unicorn with your friends. Oh, imagine you're oh. just like chatting last up and like. Uh, <laughs> oh. You just start like she starts getting a bit like tactile with you and handsy and all that, and you just start getting an erection on your head. <laughs> you're like, It'd be great uh, if only one could go, the other one goes down. <laughs> <laughs> I've only enough blood for one of them, love. <laughs> you have to suck my forehead. <laughs> 
<laughs> it was so daft. <laughs> do you, would you think um, you would get it circumcised? Because I figured it would look... Uh, oh, you know what? That is a good point, actually. Yeah, maybe. Would you, would you manscape it? <laughs> like, if I, had a, if I had a fucking mole or a spot that had hair coming out of it, I'd trim that for sure, like, so it's no different if you've got, like, a... Uh, it's no different like, than a yeah. huge dick on your head. <laughs> <laughs> you're not going to just have loads of hairs poking out of it, are you? Aye. Yeah. Oh, you, you definitely... I would probably take better care of this one than I would have my uh, actual that's a, one. That's a display dick. Uh, <laughs> that's a fucking... That's, a, that's the train I had to put on the front yeah, of JD Sports yeah. then the guy in the back to get the other one. Yeah, yeah. Every, you, pretend, you pretend that you're, you're bigger. Uh, can I get a size 10? <laughs> <laughs> you're an sir. Every girl that I go on a date with is so excited to get home and have sex with me because they've seen the dick on my forehead and then it's just the difference between McDonald's adverts and McDonald's reality. <laughs> I'm like, there's not even two parties on this shit. <laughs> God, yeah, I think if you wore a hat as well, like a, a little hat, and someone talked to you, but you're trying to hide it, and it got erect, and it would come up. Would look that like would it. be great, though. Yeah, you'd be a like, woman so hot that she blew your hat off. <laughs> <laughs> you could self hatch catch him. Aye. <laughs> um, I've met a man who has got a tattoo of a penis on his penis. Is it bigger? Squatty. I'll make it bigger. Like the girl he's dating is whoever the road, or Wiley Coyote, and he's the road runner. I'll just draw an extra couple of inches and she'll not notice. I can remember Penny Creo and I was too young for that. She used to draw things and then that would come to reality. Oh. It was a kid's cartoon. I, re- I reckon after hours when she wasn't doing kids TV, she was drawing loads of dildos. Aye. Just dildos, not fully functioning boobies. Um, I don't know if she can make stuff sentient. I can't remember the card. Ooh, not well. Maybe she could just bring stuff to life. She like, draws a friend and is like, what am I? <laughs> Draw nurse. Draw nurse. Play hangman for the love of God. Free me from this eternal misery. You probably couldn't hang them because they don't have, like, you'd have to start drawing the neck as well. You'd have to, uh, to die. <laughs> So we're we're on an absolute different fucking timeline for cartoons. I can't I can't just sit with you two and have like nostalgia well, uh, right. with my childhood. Yeah, you did actually say there like, oh, and that that fringe was twelve years ago. I was just like, I wasn't even doing comedy twelve years ago. Uh, just funny when you said it. And I noticed it. I was like, oh god. I yeah, that's that's right. What are you, saying that though, you're the same age and you were, but you would have been like fucking teen. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah sorry, did, did you young. watch then Biker Mice from Mars? Yeah, that was that. that uh, was you know a, what? That was a big one that might have. Was it? Wasn't it? Like I didn't really watch it that that often, but it, well, I was aware that was a cartoon then. Do you remember Street Sharks? I do just remember the generation where people who were making kids TV shows, like clearly it was just the time when networks were like, just go do a cartoon for the kids. And then, you know, and nobody looked over them because they just started them to make these shows. All of these shows were clearly written by people that were either on mushrooms at the time uh, <laughs> or stoned the entire time. Yeah. You just watch. It was a classic recording because you could just stay out. Can you remember Rude Dog and the Dweebs? Rude Dog and the Dweebs? No. <laughs> I feel like you made that right up out of your head. He's trying to put Rude Dog and the Dweebs. Most people are like Ren and Stimpy. You're a fucking. Rude Dog? Show me. He, he was like, you had like a fucking convertible. He was cool as fuck, yeah, dog. He was a cool as fuck, like, uh, better yeah. be. But he was, the, like, but was really cool to the other dogs. That were, uh, in the mood to be rude. Uh, oh, well. oh, he was real yeah, cool, was he, Kev? Um, <laughs> you know, um, Molly and I have got our fucking accounts on Facebook. 
she did that like to me. I was like, why did you shove mine? I should have yours. Now I actually just got our login and um, she obviously can like put up a poster for my friend show and give it a blurb. And then sponsor it and it'll advertise. And it's, I always find it a bit weird because it looks like I'm talking about myself in third person. Okay. Like Kai Humphreys, multi-award winning comedian. But it's like, hey, as admin writing it. And I'm always a little bit like, uh, that's, I should have just done something a bit more personal and push it. But you know what? You're producing my show. You know what you're doing. Um, she's done one for the live podcast. We'll have a live podcast, by the way, 20th of August 2022. And um, I'll put out a post from your account and saying, live... And in brackets, and very rude. <laughs> As you would come to the podcast live and very rude. <laughs> God, and I, and I really wanted to troll and write, like laugh about it and very rude because she, she put up one where like she's clearly not uh, paid to get a poster done as you're getting one done, and she just used rudimentary Photoshop mm. to put the details on a picture of you. And I was like trolling, going, "Oh, where did you get your designer and all that?" Know <laughs> <laughs> that you'll never see this conversation. No, I've never. <laughs> but I, didn't I do, yeah, I do my own Instagram, and that's it. Just everything else is. You know, I'm better than Facebook, so that's why I'm not on that. And then with, like, Twitter, I just get sucked into it. It makes me sad because it's mostly, like, political and the worst cunts. And then with TikTok, I'm just like, it's just, a, gi- it's just a giant world. Well, the thing that scares me about TikTok is the algorithm on it is so good, so unbelievably good at working out what you're into. Like, if you hesitate by, like, an extra 0.2 seconds on a video, the algorithm will go, right, what did he see there that he likes? Right, that's also these videos. So it's just designed to just keep you in your fucking phone, and I just don't need that. It's your algorithm and Andrew Tate. (laughs) It's not on, but Andrew Tate. I don't know who that is. Is that on TikTok? Jesus. Hustler University. He's he's, he's an uh, ex-kickboxer who had... Uh, he won't admit this, but a horrific childhood. A horrific childhood. I don't know what his dad did to him, but it was most likely beat seven shades of shit out of him and his brother and his mother because of just the way he is and his whole fucking thing. He is the he, he, worse, and I mean infinitely worse than the people from the the pickup artists from the game. The Neil like, Strauss, way the worse because it's, it's not even it's it's not even like oh we're gonna trick women into sleeping with us by you know nagging them and making feel his is just women are fucking his women are inferior and men are this and it's this big boo 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 so obviously gets all these big fucking loser men who are like yeah fucking women's places are in the fucking kitchen you fucking tell them Tate whatever incel catnip yeah exactly that so that's what Andrew fucking Tate is and he's been on the fucking Tom Segura your mum's house podcast which is a big strike against Tom Segura for me like if you've got a fucking platform use it fucking responsibly Joe Rogan is a fucking wanker for having Alex Jones on the podcast you're a fucking wanker for having him on the fucking podcast do not give scum a platform he went no <laughs> anyway Colin wins your show so uh, <laughs> me, me and Andrew Tater did a live um, but I saw him watching a video I'm fascinated by the guy uh, like not in a good in a, in a good way as in like I don't obviously I, I'm like fascinated. fucking goddamn Andrew Tate but you're seeing and you want to see him get arrested in his comeuppance but I can't help waiting that extra few seconds and it's fucked the whole algorithm because like I, I saw him saying that you're a pussy if you die of a heart attack and went on like a two minute bit and I was like see, you don't really have a he's like just get up and get on with it and I was like that's not what I that's not funny what if it's like a banana <laughs> that's funny if it's a bit though like if that's I, that, exactly that's the, 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 the jokes that's we the do hard. is wouldn't it be funny if this was my horrible opinion so I'm going to 
with my tongue firmly in my cheek, pretend to have this opinion. And the joke is, people that have this opinion are awful. Mm. He's just, this sells to people that don't have girlfriends and therefore don't have to buy their girlfriends or wives any presents. So they've got all this extra money lying around because no woman will date them. And they'll give it to me. He's got one of those fucking Ponzi schemes where it's like, oh, the only way to become a true fucking millionaire like me and my friends is to pay $200 a month to join our club and we'll tell you what the secret to becoming a millionaire is. Oh, uh, no. It's 36 quid uh, to join Hustlers University. Is that what it's called? <laughs> oh, oh, he no. runs Cam Girls in Romania. He's, he doesn't go back to the UK because I'm pretty sure he'll get, he'll get fucking arrested on site. He's in specifically in Romania just because you can do worse things there and fucking get away with it. There's If there's any justice in the world, which there very rarely is, in the next 10 years, we'll see him go down for something. And uh, you're saying that when I watch the algorithm on TikTok, you get fed his videos. Uh, he's he's mastered it. But he's already, ma- already kind of like... He doesn't even have a podcast, uh, like or he's not. A, he doesn't have a TikTok account mm-hmm. himself or anything. But people just clip everything he says because it's so clippable. It's and so it, horrible. That'll be because in the Dave Longley way that he's commenting on our shit and it's causing all these arguments and rows and everything. Ah, yeah, uh, that, That's actually fucking spinning the wheels. And I was, are people posting his shit knowing that everyone's going to fight in the comments? Oh yeah, yeah. And, and, then, and then that flies. So somebody's mm. just there going, "Well, I'm going to get millions more views on TikTok if I post this country." Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, every, wow. so there's thousands of annotated Facebook. Facebook the other day came out and admitted because, you know, when people make these fucking algorithms, they don't fully know what the algorithms do because the algorithms learn themselves and they teach themselves things. And and it's not like you can say to the computer, what did you you just fucking learn? It can analyse things over and over again. And it's not until years later that they can sort of deconstruct the code and look at what it's done and be like, oh, fuck, that's where it went wrong. And they were like, the Facebook algorithm, all it did was it was meant to bring people together, but it just taught people that controversial opinions were good because controversial opinions were always the one that went to shades to the trot. You, I mean, think about what fucking Twitter was. You never got people that were just saying normal things, right? Mm. That would never get to the front page. would never fucking get retweeted. But any controversial shit, because people... Oh, it's, it's, that's divisive. Yeah, and it's, yeah. It, it's, the, it's, the, yeah, it's the outrage and the outrage of outrage. And Aye. as I've said before, the outrage of outrage is always infinitely more than the initial fucking... Aye. Outrage squared. Because my um, cause I only go on TikTok to see how well the clips are doing, which you don't even post. It's yeah, your brother's posted for you, but I'll go on and just see how they're doing, mm. right? And um, before you can even go to your account, I get whatever it feeds us. So is the it? only TikToks I ever see is when I open the app. As a thirty-nine-year-old man on Facebook, it thinks what I want to see is lush lasses dancing. So, so, <laughs> right. so, it's, so. It, when you start TikTok, that is, I think it's just across the board. Any lush lasses just, dancing. It takes like it took about three weeks before the algorithm kind of like started feeding uh, it out. Obviously, it still keeps it bit, but mm. but, but yeah. you know now it's Andrew Tate, Bakayo Saka, and the odd <laughs> woman dancing. But at the yeah. start, it was just nothing but like absolutely. Uh, they were like, "That's probably the best one that everyone's." But I, for. I, I've I've only went from that opening thing to googling you, uh, searching you, and then clicking on your account to see how it's doing. And I opened my account today, and it was a, a lassie who maybe has like cerebral palsy or something dancing. Uh-huh. So I don't know what the fuck happened where guys he likes lasses dancing and people with disabilities. <laughs> <laughs> let's give him both. I'm looking at this algorithm guy and what's happening here? I'm looking at the last guy. Good for you, Good for you. Getting loose. <laughs> fuck, I don't know what guys are. See, we, we, we are all in our house on, oh, on our phones heaps, right? And I do constantly get worried that 
you know, Caelan will see us on our phone. He doesn't want a fucking phone it, but you'll see us looking at our phone. And I say to Cara, I'm like, do you ever get nervous about, about how much we're on our phones? And she's like, definitely. Mm-hmm. There will be a point where I think we just have to reduce it and we have to move it to the other room to make sure he doesn't see it. Because, I mean, because at the moment he doesn't know it. He just knows that we look at this little thing. Because, but the weird thing is, the only thing we ever show Caelan on, on a screen, the only thing is just videos or pictures of himself. Just because, like, he's, he now recognises himself. So when he sees himself in videos, he finds it funny, right? He laughs. He's like, oh, that's, that's fucking me. And I'm just like, does this cunt think that all me and Cara do all day is just staring at videos? Cape. It's Cato's fucking cape. I walk in. I walk in, right? And I'm just replying to Natalie, right? <laughs> And he looks at me going, Cunt's watching videos of me. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what that device does. I'm here. I'm right here. Can I talk to me? I'm better than the real thing. You're yeah, two seconds. Just looking at a couple more cute videos of you. But I'm right here. Uh, Your son's just going to think that he should be on TV too. <laughs> oh, From yeah. Hell. That's what's going uh, on. I always wondered, you know, how you get like your school photos and stuff and like all the way through your house is just pictures of you up yeah. in the house. I often wonder how much that psychologically affects you into thinking that you're like the centre of the universe. Because you are the centre of the universe in your own house, but the only person I know, other than children, who have pictures of themselves up around the house is Kim (laughs) (laughs) Jong-un. Dictators. (laughs) Dictators are the only people with pictures of themselves up. If anyone anyone was watching the... If anyone's watching the... To, to the people on audio, most of you, uh, Matthew, uh, oh, our producer, oh just God. pointed the poster of me up in the background. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing I was... Uh, Nobody draw a picture of a penis on it, I have some respect. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you are asking people to draw... Yours is already drawn on, so you are... <laughs> you got and I hate to you. use this phrase, but you are kind of asking for it. Uh, uh, if anyone was watching the video of the podcast, feel free to uh, look back at that clip when Kai's talking about there's only two types of people that have pictures of themselves around their house and watch the fear in my eyes as I'm 90% certain he's about to mention me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I was just in my head, I was like, in what room do I have pictures of myself? I know there's one in the snook. Daniel, look at my, look at my hoodie. Uh, I've, got, I've got a cartoon of me and you. And yeah. No, we're bad. Which you could also have. <laughs> oh yeah, plug the fucking merch that we've I'm got. Stretch. Just have a look at our link tree and our socials. Uh, we put um, me and Cara put Colin in a, an uncomfortable situation last night when we were watching <laughs> Sleep Out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I if it wasn't out. comfortable, why did he fall asleep? <laughs> uh, we were watching Love Is Land, and uh, one of the dweebs on it. Was at one of them just went, Oh, you, you with your missus, you're definitely punching, right? And he took it so personally. He was like, I'm definitely not punching. And she, and she was like, Oh, well, yes. She, she was like, Well, yeah, yeah, you are. But he was really put off by it, got really fucking angry. And I mean, he's a deeply insecure person anyway. And this just fucking, but it got us into the conversation when I went to Kara. I'm like, I'm like, Do you think I'm punching? And she was like, No. Do you think I'm punching? I was like, No, I think. Looks wise, we're we're pretty much like I, I don't think that you're infinitely more beautiful than me. I don't think we're out of each other's leagues there. Cullen. Oh I, <laughs> so I must have started like I kinda heard it decide. Next thing I got fucked into this car going, Well I'm the personable one. Oh that was it, yeah, yeah. So it was on looks wise we agreed we were average uh, but I went on her best dish is way better than you on your best. Yes, aye aye. But but for yeah, going Yeah, aye. but if you said just chilling. 
I love the way, yeah, I love the way you're starting to get angry again. Now. Oh, hold on, I get to you. Know, yeah, from? <laughs> well, my thing was uh, uh, I'm punching. No, neither of us are punching looks wise, but with Patagonia, I was like, you are absolutely punching personality wise. Like Toby Kara, your class, you're ten out of ten. I just happen to be one of the elevens. Like <laughs> that's the world so, that you're living they, in. Yeah, I think I think for like uh, for like one hour a day, you're an eleven, and it's the <laughs> podcast, or it's when you're on stage. <laughs> that's what. But she for said. the other twenty three hours, she's a ten, and you're <laughs> fucking low four. <laughs> this was her <laughs> She was like, average that out, mate. She was like, I'm more personable. She's like, if we meet somebody uh, out that you don't know, you won't engage with them or talk to them. I'm like, yeah, well, I'm not gonna fucking try and press them. That's not. That's it's either, it's either that or you invite them to the wedding. <laughs> no, that's just yours and Cara's bit because Cara wants a wedding with nine people there, and I'd like. No, Daniel chats to like an Uber driver for like one minute. If he actually gets into that, <gasps> next thing he just starts going like, "Oh, we're best of friends." I'm like, "Well, this is fucking weird." I would have had it that she wanted the bigger guest list and you wanted the smaller guest list. Mm-mm, bigger. I, oh wow! I because I thought you like less people the better just because of this. No, 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 no. Because for me, it's like uh, for me, what the wedding is is. It's it's a big party for all of your friends to, and family mm. to come round, meet each other, and get drunk and celebrate the fact that you're in love with each other, and for, and and because it's like I wanted to be a day where there's people who have throughout my life been involved in parts. We've been friends, really good friends. We might have fucking you know drifted apart, but I still want them at like the evening thing. And like Cara's thing is, oh, she's like, you've not seen these people in three years. I'm like, there's mm. been a pandemic for uh, three years. Yeah, no, that I'm, doesn't fucking count. And I'm in a job where like you can gain years with each other. Yeah, it doesn't mean that is. And I get her side of things because yeah. man, if she didn't speak to one of her friends for two years, they'd probably never fucking speak again. But mm-hmm. with this, yeah, because I, I had a eighty cap because it was uh, it was on. It was on location. It was in fucking. It was overseas, oh, yeah. so I couldn't invite people just to the evening do. So I had to have eighty, and it was one of them things where you know I had like my group of close friends, comedians, but then I also had like a bunch of comedians who I fucking loved hanging out with and saying. But I felt like if I invite one of those guys, that another ten, and this is another it, it minimum. Nah, it's yeah. like you know when you unlock an extra circle of friendship, it's just bigger than the yeah. Well, I mean, for, for me, my thing, and I keep saying this to Cara. She's like, if we invite these people, we have to invite those people. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. not how it works we invite whoever we want and if anyone who doesn't get invited to the wedding has a fucking attitude about not being invited to the wedding that's why they weren't invited to the wedding like if, uh, if the body little ali my fucking best friend of 20 years now because he got married during a uh, lockdown because it was the only time they could do it i didn't get to go to the wedding uh-huh. right they had room for 10 people it was obviously her family uh, his family and the fucking thing not for a sec, not even for the briefest millisecond did it ever cross my mind to be like, oh, I wasn't one of the ten. Uh, <laughs> I only make the cut. Did I? Fuck off. My friend, my best friend got married. I, That's I, the happy fucking I, thing. I, I thought I was family. Plus, plus, you have to invite like people that have to be there. Not or, like if you really had, if you were doing having a wedding and you wanted only people you wanted to be there, like you wouldn't have your parents there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe you, Brady Bunch, uh, but... Yeah. <laughs> okay. Colin's impression of my family, because Colin was they're raised... All, they're all, yeah, they're all hugging each other and telling each other they love them and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's deeply uh, uncomfortable. Can, like, uh, Parents are supportive. Uh, it's weird. Does, you, does your dad tell you he loves you? Hi. Yeah, I yeah. the end of a phone call and all that. Yeah. Did, uh, he, did, did, he, did he do it growing up? Um, you know what? I, th- I think he got a lot more... Um, <laughs> when my granddad died, 
I think he got a lot more like uh, saying I love you and cuddling because I think he wished he did it more with his dad. Aye. I think. Aye. So I think like um, his was more. I I, re- I remember it more as an adult than I did as a kid. He was very well. My dad kid. knows nothing but deaf, and it still never turned him around to it. <laughs> I never once. I don't think he's ever said that to me. <laughs> ever. My mother maybe two or three times. Oh, have you have you heard him? Have you heard him say I love you to your mum? God no. <laughs> God, I've never even heard him just love in general. Just, uh, I love this him, cup of tea. Have you seen him kiss her, hug her? Like once yeah. ever. Aye. Like once ever. And I, I caught them <laughs> <laughs> in the kitchen. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in here? Get, get, I peck in the cheek. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Hitting them with a broom, just hugging, turning the fucking hose on them. Never hugged in my life unless I don't even think we hugged at, at his ma's funeral. Aye. I think we just skipped it. You've never <laughs> hugged your dad? Nah. No. Jesus. How, no. does, how do you mean escalate it? <laughs> <laughs> we had this. Gareth was along my type of side as well. Aye. Well, Gareth's, Gareth's dad's is. Well, is yeah, is it Catholicism? What? I don't is think it, Gareth's dad's ch- Christian. Is it, is it the church? <laughs> Oh, but you're like, oh, you get it enough? They have this common denominator. Is it both Celts? Um, I suppose, maybe. Catholic no, I, guilt. <laughs> I do Catholic guilt from hugging your dad. <laughs> <laughs> I, wish, I wish I didn't get a twitch on my forehead. <laughs> I do think that, you know, it's definitely like a generational thing. Uh, not to say that there weren't people in previous generations who didn't say I love you to their kids, but I I would be interested if there was any data because I reckon it's increased exponentially in the last yeah. thirty years. Do you think it's because the what like hugging between two men? Uh, no, no, got opinions on no, 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 no. I'm, I, no, no, no. I mean, fathers being able to say "I love you" to their sons, uh-huh. and 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 being able to be like emotional and 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 loving with their sons, as opposed to I've got to raise a man who's strong because this is a cruel world. They and might I mean, end up going to war. The kind of be the kind of like, be. You can feel on both ends there. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking at his, his work and I don't know where I went wrong. <laughs> I was trying to make a man forged in steel with <laughs> a sickly Robin Aaron style character. <laughs> Does your mum say she loves you? R- rarely, very rarely. But like, I think I feel like that's happened a few times, Aye. but never in a phone call. It would need to be some. Do you think that's because she's been saying it? When nine eleven happened, <laughs> <That's the last. laughs> this is so good. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you too. We did it all after the slow clap ended. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do so you think it's a Catholic thing? Do you? Did you? That means that. Have you any of you done confessions then? No, nah. that's so funny. I, I have you done I'm, confessions? Oh God, yeah, everyone did for like years. I you know, you pop that. in there and go, right, Father, what do you have for me? What have you done? <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> so you just go in there and how brazen were you? Were we? Oh, never. You, you so you lied. That, uh, so you lied to him, which was the one thing you're not supposed to do. <laughs> and then Dear Father, I lied quicker. Yeah, so tell you, a lie, confess about lying. Do the one hail Mary for lying. Aye, so you know when they're judging it. Yeah, and you're always like, where do you? I don't know, because you know you get extra prayers for worse things you do. But it was always the same shit. Like, I was swearing and I was bad to my mum and I lied. And then you just, even if you hadn't even done them, you were saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even yeah. if you had never sworn your life, no. you are just saying it like no. that. Uh, which is an extra sin because now you're, you're lying nah. to God. And he'd be what? He's, got, ever, he's got you strapped up to the lie detector. Like, well, that's a lie. <laughs> 45 Hail Marys, a piece of shit off your cut. <laughs> 
I read Spike there. Uh, he watched you look up and left. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, All right, I joined Boko Haram. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want from me? <laughs> well, that's five filmaries. Did you ever? Did you ever confess to masturbating? No, no, that's not. Hold on, I'll reword this. Did you ever get into a booth with a grown ass man as a teenager and tell him you wanked? <laughs> I, well, just the bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> If you, that, would mean, that would mean I'd have to get into the little thing with him. Well, yeah. <laughs> and try open the door for him. I masturbate. Get out of here. <laughs> I still want Eddie. <laughs> still want Eddie. And unless I hear tinkling, you're not getting on. <laughs> um, no, you wouldn't. Have, that's not really a thing. I know it is a thing, but it, you would never. I, I feel like it maybe. You throw me off now. Uh, you should go back and just. Got, I've got so much to You've tell. You've got so many Hail Marys. You're <laughs> such a wanker. Just take out a scroll. I've got a log. <laughs> it must be one of the most disheartening things in the world that's definitely happened, but none of us will ever know, which is just somebody gets into like a confessional booth and it's like, God, forgive me, Father, for I've sinned. It was my mother's birthday yesterday and my dad spent all this time making her a cake and it was her favourite type of cake and as a family we ate most of it and there was one slice left and he's like that's for your mum in the morning and um, I'm going to be honest father I woke up at three in the morning I was having some nightmares and went downstairs to get myself a glass of milk and the cake was just just there and I could and so I ate it I ate, ate, ate the chocolate cake and, and, and I feel so bad and you just hear fucking pussies man <laughs> <laughs> I think just going there and he's like, barely even a fucking sin. Oh, you would have gotten more trouble had you fed the I, chocolate cake to a dog, you can't. That's not even a sin at weight. Watch us that. <laughs> <laughs> or just, just every time you confess your sins, you just hear, oh, oh. please, could you, could you just, a uh, couple of Hail Marys and get out. I've, you know, I've had three drug dealers in here today and a violent criminal. It's been fucking class. Me and the lads have been talking about it. And you come in with your, oh, I had a wank in the bathroom, you fucking uh, loser. Thinking you're a story topper. Yep. Have you ever had like a, a cool priest? That was always a big one. Have I ever? I've never had a priest <laughs> Colin. Guys, you haven't lived. <laughs> I've, got, I've got no history of priests. What's a cool priest? One that taps you on the head when you're, he's about to come. <laughs> Just to let you know, son. <laughs> <laughs> Make you wear the collar. Die <laughs> <laughs> the dog collar. <laughs> we had one called. Uh, it wasn't even my local priest. It was my grandmother's, and they all loved him because he was younger. That was first of all the thing. Uh, but he was all you against. Go shave. So basically, what happened was it's very funny. He eventually left the priesthood because he was like, he was like all the, every all the priests I know, they're all banging kids. Is essentially what his thing was, and he was like, I'm out. This is uh, fucking horrific. I can't follow the whatever. I'll just be religious or whatever. And all the old people hated him for it. <laughs> you know, like the old, uh, they're like, how could you turn your back on God? And I'm like, I feel like he was doing. You know, Billy was on Jesus' side in this one. I've said it before and I'll say it again. At 70, we need to just start indiscriminately breaking necks. Okay. Like, we just got to start. The, too, too many people live for too long and it needs to yeah. stop. Make we, them do we, wipeout. We'll start when you turn 70, Cullen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make them do wipeout. Call a wipeout where I love it the most fragile. Call Catholicism. Oh, that would be a good way to do it. Aye, aye. Game show it. Japanese yeah. are probably doing aye. it already. Do one of them <laughs> no, no, total wipeout is the show. We just, All over 70s have to go and total wipeout, right? And there's just no safety team there. Aye. So aye. that's it. And if you get to the end, hey, no more, guess aye. who's there? Your grandkids. Yeah. You can still fucking turn on the water. Yeah, no, but like no ankle weights. Ah, it's just like the. Oh, but great. I can't go over the ball. You're like, all right, well then you've lived your life, really, haven't you? 
What else are you going to do? The water's only one inch deep and it's concrete. Mm. <laughs> Off the big ball things. What are you going to do with the rest of you? All you, all you get, all you're doing though is filtering out the really capable, like, uh, old people with bad opinions. Aye. So you're getting them through and going, Ari, you can, you can still fend for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, well, no, I just think survival of, you know, the first at that point, just... Mm. Do, you, do you know, you still, I'm just trying to think, do you not have death notices then on the radio? What? Like a like a rundown well, of fucking Scott Mills. Like a rundown. Just yeah. Scott Mills just yeah, right yeah. off everybody that like died. Like a list of dead cunts today. Yeah, a list of who's dead in the local area. No, that's so that's so funny. That's a real Irish thing. <laughs> I know Alison Spittle had a bit about it that was really famous. But basically, they had death notices and like uh, in Ireland, so you go onto the radio and you'd be like, I wonder if any relatives have died. You know, you might get the jump on. You know, like sometimes they wait a day before yeah. telling you, like, oh, your uncle's gone there, but we're just getting shit together. She'd be listening. Uh, you'd listen in every day at, like, 10 o'clock for, like, a, a rundown of the local area of, like, the top 40, 78. Did it Remains it? will be did taken ever, on Friday. Did you, did you ever hear a name that, like, you fucking knew and you're like, whoa? <laughs> <gasps> you're, you're, sorry, I made, you drive, I made you drive there. Hold on, let me put you on your bike. <laughs> you're like, whoa. <laughs> the, bike, the bike with the radio on it. <laughs> Colin was born in rural Ireland. He had a bike stereo. Don't act like you didn't. <laughs> Had the Walkman, oh yeah, uh, Boombox. No, they didn't do celebrities. If that's right, or do you mean like? No, no. Just I mean, have you been like, and then like you found out like Auntie had died off the radio. Like Pro- someone. The fucking problem is like around my area, everyone has the same like second names everyone. and shit. So they're like, oh, they'll be like, oh, Mary McGinley's dead. And I'm like, mom. Like, there's about fifty. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Mary McGinley, fifty-seven, died today. Oh, what's mum? What's mum? Fifty-six. Oh, oh, <laughs> that'll just be one of her sisters then. <laughs> one minute. <laughs> it's her birthday. <laughs> Aye, so uh, we had deaf noses. You tried to fucking tell me that um, pies was an English thing. I went island and I was like hungover, and I was like, "What do you want to eat?" And I was like, "I don't know, like a pie or something." And you're like, oh, "Nobody that's eats pies." You're like, "That's a strictly English thing," and I'm like. They've definitely got like pie face in Australia. Aye, but American but, but pie is count. about a pie. No, no, uh, no. On the cartoons, different pie, different it's pie, about you living freely. On the on the cartoons <laughs> when they put a pie out to fucking different cool pie. down, the fucking animal like floats on the smell of it to eat it. Yeah, yeah. Pies are global, man. No, you no, you, you you you're taking in fruit pies there, and that's not that. No, and that's, that's a apple tarts. tarts. Yeah, that's a Do whole bit. We're talking about scotch pies or the base little fucking Men's circle pie. with different fillings in it. That pie thing is. UK and they so definitely do it in Australia. Australians have just been Anglophiles then. Can it be right? Well, what, what, I'm sorry, do you, do you think one of the colonies is being part of the colonies? Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying like pie is our pizza? And Aye. if you have pizza in Australia, that's because they're just doing a very Italian thing. But then again, pizza's global, so it defeats the point of the Aye, argument but, immediately. But pie, no, no, what I'm saying is, so the Australia is Britain light, just hotter. Like, it's, they've, got, they've got the queen on the money. Yeah. Like, Aye. they're part of the Commonwealth. They, they love British culture. Yeah, it's the Commonwealth. We. That's what could, I meant. Not I would colonies. say you could you could go into a fucking supermarket and you could find a mince pie, like or something, but uh, or a steak. Macaroni pie, pies. If you say if you say macaroni pie in America or Europe, yeah. Or, to the look, podcast listeners, you are all over the place. I see you. I see you signing up on Patreon while you're different currencies. You <laughs> are all uh, over the place. Do you eat pie? And and not and we're not talking fruit, homemade pies, plum pies, cherry pies, apple pies, any steak of that. Steak and kidney pie. Steak pie. Uh, steak and ale pie. Uh, Mostly like Cornish pasties, pasties, right? Because you know, like the ones you get in the vans. We don't have Greggs and all that shit. Like you know what I mean at all. So, but I, I reckon they'll come though because Weatherspoons made its first little. Oh really? There's a Weatherspoons oh, in Dublin that's now. A fucking 
big fucking like uh, that's like a Brexity institution. That is well, like, yeah. right. There's one in Dublin now. And there was a lot of uproar, and then in, in like two weeks later, it was pretty cheap though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that is Dublin. That's, that's, that, that fucking absolute pillock fucking bumming around with these political opinions from Wetherspoons. Well, like as much as I fucking hated him, it was not enough for, to stop me going into a place where the food is cheaper than the sum of its parts. <laughs> yeah. Like you shouldn't be able to sell me an egg for seven pence since it cost ten p- pence in the shop. Yeah. Like what have you done? Who's delivering this? It's wild, and they were way ahead of the game. We're just ordering at the table on the app, and it just appearing at your table. Well, because they they had filthy scum in before COVID was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we just limit contact with these punters. Don't touch <laughs> your punters, whatever you do. No music, so you've nothing but your thoughts. So you'll drink more. I need sport. <laughs> Aye, what's that about? Aye, That's no it. frills. Speaking of your dad, Cullen. Oh God, shit. What Your dad got stung at the spelling bee. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoyed that. Daniel, your dad bought a t-shirt that said life's a bitch and then you marry one and he gave it to your mum to wear. <laughs> <laughs> that is a bitch move. Kai, your dad said Bloody Mary three times in the mirror before the barman said over here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kai, when your dad pours a Guinness, the white bit is at the bottom, so he uses a straw. <laughs> uh, Colin, your dad put both of his feet in one Veruca sock so he could swim like a mermaid at the local bath. <laughs> and now he's got a Veruca on both feet. <laughs> dad. Uh, dad! <laughs> dad! Well, that's yeah. Kai. Uh, Daniel, your dad sleepwalks so much and he keeps waking up in your bed, and it's hard to explain because you live in different countries. <laughs> Cullen, your dad gets a tattoo of the title every time he finishes reading a book, which is why he has 96 tattoos of the word Mein Kampf on his back <laughs> being drawn on a blackboard by Bart Simpson. <laughs> uh, Daniel, your dad went for a full body massage and asked for a sad ending, so he ended up tossing off the masseuse. <laughs> Kai, your dad won Employee of the Month, but he's a prostitute. <laughs> Then why can't he pay his maintenance? <laughs> uh, Colin, your dad's childhood crush was the Hamburglar. <laughs> Danny, your dad goes through the car wash on the roof rack. <laughs> Kai, your dad left all of everything in his will to Millwall Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> the worst one as well. Just, oh, bastards from top to bottom. Kai, before your dad farts, he licks his finger. Not <laughs> just to check the direction of the wind, but also to help the little guy out. <laughs> come on, little buddy, don't be shy. <laughs> come on, come on. Coaxes it. <laughs> it Colin, when your dad's playing past the parcel, he always adds a layer of wrapping paper when it stops at him because he doesn't want the moment to end. <laughs> uh, Kai, your dad's ashes are still by the fireplace uh, where he fell in. <laughs> just never <laughs> removed. Just oh. small to things for two feet. Well, Colin, plug your fringe show, please, and let people come to it. Oh, okay. I'm doing a fringe in the Stand Comedy Club, venue two. Yes. Not the same one as you. But uh, the best way I always keep saying it is like, if you're doing your show, you can do Gareth's show, your show, and my show all in a row. There you go. Oh, Come to the fringe for one day. Just go into the stand. You don't have to go fucking anywhere. It's on at eight o'clock. It's called Caveat Emptor, which is Latin for no oh, refunds. Yeah. So, the, yeah, the order would be Gareth and you. 
than you. It's just Salt Lake, it's more. Aye, and it's all at the stand. <laughs> there's a bar there, there's fucking food in the area, so you can have a good day watching all three. Class, I'll see you all at the Fringe, and I'll see everybody who subscribes on Patreon on Thursday.